Good morning, afternoon, or evening, depending on what time you are listening to this. Um, welcome to this Stadia Source uh, Roundtable. It's our 21st episode, so we're now legally allowed to drink over in America. So, Ash well, <laughs> needs any, any excuse to start drinking. So, <laughs> here we go. We're going to wrap this up. As you can see, our inspirational leader, Dan, isn't here. He has got a touch of... Uh, the flu or something. I don't know. I don't pay much attention. So, um, or if I've had Chinese or something. So, uh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. About him. We can start with him. So, I just want to introduce everybody around here. We've got Avery, we've got Lee, we've got Peasant Boy. And we will kick this off as we normally do with what we have been playing for this uh, week. So, Avery, you started off there. Yep, uh, this week up until uh, the first was Elder Scrolls, Elder Scrolls, Elder Scrolls, uh, working my way through the Dark Brotherhood quest series at the moment, so get a little dark, uh, Assassin-y out there, uh, which is a perfect parallel because the first game I played on Stadia was Assassin's Creed, so, uh, but then the July Pro games hit, and uh, so last night was Monster Boy for a little while, and uh, West of Loathing, which is uh, really fascinating. I'm sure we'll talk more about it when we talk about the new games. Uh, but yeah, been enjoying both of those. Peasant Boy. Oh, thank you, other Peasant Boy. Um, peasant Man. Uh, uh, yes. Well, yes, I am a Peasant Man. You're a Peasant <laughs> Boy. And I think you admitted this time that you're a Peasant as well. So I'm all good here. No, I didn't. I just said hello, Peasant Boy. Man. You're a boy, man. Um, no, for the, at the start of the week, it was a bit of Red Dead 2, just because it's been a while and I felt like exploring and causing havoc. Um, then after the games came out, it won't happen, Daniel, it won't. I'm oh, just in the chat. Um, then after that, I played a bit of Monster Boy, which is quite enjoyable. Um, the stick figure one, I forgot the name. West of Loathing. That's the one. That's actually a lot better than I thought it was. I honestly thought it's just going to be crap and I'd never play again. Um, but for the last few days, I've been playing a lot of uh, Crater. Well, which we're going to touch on a wee bit later. Uh, Lee, what about you? I have finally finished Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Main quest line. No, eventually. You no, you have not. 45 hours. 45 hours. That, okay. that is rookie numbers. It, uh... <laughs> That's it, just the tutorial. It leads to a, a bit of a funny story. So I decided since I finished it, well, the main storyline anyway, I thought I'm going to pick up Assassin's Creed Origins because it was on sale on Steam. So I picked that up, started playing. I thought, wow, this is this is really good, actually. Combat's fluid. It's fast. It's actually much better than Assassin's Creed Odyssey, which I thought was weird. Like, it felt different. So I picked up, also picked up the season pass for Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I thought I'm enjoying it, so I'll get going with that. So I swapped back over to it, started playing again. I thought, no, something's wrong here. Why did Ubisoft do this? It's like, the combat's slower. It's wrong. It feels wrong. Why Why would they take a backward step in the next game? So I thought, no, something's, something's not right. So I fired up the options and looked at the controls, and I have been playing the entire game only using the heavy attack button for 45 hours. I've been using the skills, like all the skills you unlock as well, but I haven't been using just the standard quick attack, right right bumper click. I've been using the right trigger through the whole game. So, yeah. 
but yeah, no, it was uh, finally did the main storyline of doing the DLC now and all the mopping up other missions. So, um, and then of course when July first came around, I've been playing with some of the pro games as well, which we're we'll going to touch on. You've been playing with some pros. Uh, that's all I heard. Of. And now we will move on to me. I have been playing some Crude over the last week. I have been playing my usual and Slay the Spar because you have to do the dailies each day. Um, what else have I been playing? Oh, I have picked up some games on Steam as well. I have been going through the Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts? No, Kingdom Rush games on uh, Steam. I love them Wii games, uh, the, the tower defense games. So that is what I have. Uh, been uh, doing so. What uh, is next uh, is we're going to talk about the July Pro games and just ships and beats. So, uh, they what's your take on them? Uh, the Pro games, right? So, uh, West of Loathing, I think, is a hit. I did not expect to like that game whatsoever, but. Every time, like I've three times, I've put it on to play it now, and every time it's been like two, two and a half hours later, and I'm thinking, well, well where's the time gone? It's one of those games you just, you just want to keep going and keep playing it. Um, Monster Boy is another really good game. Looks really good. The art style and the graphics in that game are really, really nice. And they're two really good games to play on mobile if you're playing on your phone or or whatever. Um, Crater, I've not played too much of Crater. I tried a few of the the, you know the games that are already on there, been made and done. Didn't really have a clue what was going on, so I just sort of drifted back off of it again. I'll come back to it when some more community games drop onto it, but at the moment I've just just put in Creator to the side personally for me just now. Yeah, uh, Ash, what about you? <clears throat> um, yeah, well, like I said before, um, I've played I've played all of them apart from Dig. That's mainly because, obviously, a few months ago we got Dig 2 for free. So for me personally, while I quite enjoy Dig 2, I don't see the point in really going back when, as far as I'm concerned, it's basically the same game, just not as good. Um, but yeah, West of Loathing, a lot better than I thought it was. Um, I ended up playing for 45 minutes and think it was like 10, 15 minutes. So yeah, that's how you know you've got a good game. Um, Creator, again, I've played some of the mini-games. They're not as fun as I was hoping, not all of them at least. There's a few that I enjoy, but most of them I can push to a side. But for the majority of it, I have been just uh, creating my own little areas. Um, so what you've been saying, you've been playing by yourself? No, I've had a few people join me. It's not just me. Um, and then Monster Boy, quite good. Um, I've not played a whole lot of that, that one. I think I'm still on the first or second level. Um, but it just reminds me a lot of Sonic in a way. Okay, uh, Avery, what about yourself? Yeah, uh, I have. I've touched on each of the the ones that came out for free. I haven't started Dig yet uh, either. I'm kind of in that same boat. I really enjoyed uh, Dig Two, so uh, but I'm sure at some point I'm going to go back through and play it. Uh, why not? Because it's free and it's in my library now. But uh, I. I Played a little bit of around with Krata. I think played the Super Doom Wall game, which was kind of interesting. I found the controls a little uh, stilted, maybe. 
so maybe that's just me getting used to, you know, used to that after playing other games, but uh, I'm sure that'll all kind of refine itself over time. Uh, and then same thing, West of Loathing. It's West of Loathing is going to be a sleeper hit for me because I, uh, you see the picture and it's a, it's stick figures and you're like, oh, that looks like a flash game from the late nineties. I'm good. And then you play it. And then I, I literally, I had my Chromebook, uh, uh, in, and I'm laying last night playing this game. And then I look up and it's been an hour and a half. I'm like, what just happened? I was just hitting the little X button to circle around the map a whole bunch and find random things. And, so uh, I'm really excited about that game. I'm going to keep keep that going uh, while maintaining my uh, my Elder Scrolls dailies. I think. Cool. Uh, for me, the July uh, uh, pro games. I got to play Creator a wee bit earlier. Uh, I think it's going to be a grower of a game, and we're not going to see the fruits of the labor for a couple of weeks, if, if not months. So it's definitely a game to keep an eye on going forward here. Uh, with the other ones, I've had a wee quick go at West of Loathing, like a really quick go. Um, it looks like it could be a, a good, good crack. Uh, that seems to be getting a lot of uh, brave, uh, good reviews out there by people, just uh, by the on in the Twitter sphere. Uh, Steam World Dig, I already picked that up and I've already completed it. It's absolutely grand. I like it. If you're going to play them, play that one first because it's again the changes which have made in Steam World 2. It's actually hard to go back to the first one, and I actually did them in the wrong order. And what was the last game? A Monster Boy, I have not really touched at all. I've went in and checked about the state share thing, which we're going to touch on later. But bar that, I haven't really done much on it. So has anybody checked out Ships and Beats? Just Ships and Beats? I've not played it. Um, it's definitely one of those on my list to give it a go, as it reminds me of a few games I've played in the past on Steam. Um, but as of yet, I've not come for it yet. Okay. And yes, I was mute when I was in the middle of the day. Okay. So I just need something a bit more random. So, Avery, have you any feelings about uh, just ships and beats? It, it looks interesting, but it looks like it's one of those games that's going to come out on Pro at some point. Uh, I I didn't buy Spitlings thinking it was eventually going to hit Pro, and sure enough, it did. Uh, so I, I think that's going to be the same thing. It looks super fun, and there's nothing wrong with games that come out on Pro because we've had a ton of really fun games that have come out on Pro. I think that just kind of leads me to wait in situations where I might otherwise put some money down. Hopefully the devs get the same amount of money either way, but I'll wait for it. Yeah, but it looks like it's another one of these Stadia games, as I call them. It's a co-op game. You can just pick up and go. And it looks like it's going to be good fun later on when I actually do pick it up. I haven't picked it up as yet either, but it is on my list to get or just to see what happens during the fullness of time. So uh, the next thing on our agenda here is dum 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 logo gate and we're going to have a quick talk about hyperscape. And uh, uh, in the build up to this, everybody was laughing at me because I was calling hyperscape. So, which I think is a better sound than name. Yep, and I started. And it's sorted. So, uh, Ash, I know you've had a quick go at this. What, we'll just talk about the game briefly here and then we'll, we'll develop this out. So, what do you think of the game there? Um, it's having got potential, obviously, it's still in the beta. Um, so everything will get 
a fresh coat of paint by the time it comes out anyway. Um, I say that a lot. But when you start off, you're essentially in like a little training room, just so you can get used to all the types of guns that you've got. You can um, change your character's look, the outfit that you've got on. Once you go into the game, you're then in a little lobby, which is four times the size of this room, not that you can really tell, but um, <laughs> where everyone's just jumping around, just waiting. But as soon as you start the game, you essentially fly down in a giant ball, which you can fly pretty much anywhere, which then dissolves. You then land safely like you do on all the other types of games. But with this one, once you die, you can be fully revived and come back. You have to go around essentially as a ghost to a triangle platform. And when you're there, you have to wait for your teammates to come to you. Um, which obviously having something like that, rather than sitting down and waiting for like 20 minutes, half an hour, however long the game would normally take, at least you're then able to jump back in at some point um, to have fun. But I'm not really a huge fan of these type of games. I thought I'd give it a go just to see what it was like. And uh, I probably won't play it again. And that is Ash's ringing endorsement of Hyperscape. And yes. <laughs> go buy uh, it now. It, it, just, it looked, I don't know, I, it's just another game in this genre. It's, okay, you get dropped into an environment, you go shoot everybody else, the environment gets smaller as you play, and eventually they declare a winner. I guess that's the concept behind Battle Royale games, but do we need another one? It, we've got Fortnite, Apex, uh, what's the D one from... Uh, the one that was almost superheroes. I can't remember. There's that one. There's um, uh, Dauntless. Uh, there's uh, PUBG. Like, there's so many of this exact same game. Um, I guess everybody wants their piece of the pie, and Ubisoft is, you know... I, it, it, you'd look back and say, they'd be crazy not to build one, so they did. Uh, but we'll see how this one tries to uh, diverge from the rest. Uh, they... Yeah, I'll, I'll check it out when it comes to console, but as Avery touched on there, there's so many of these games now. But um, uh, at the same time, I can see why the developers are doing it, because they all, they're all making money. Fortnite's making money, Apex is making money, Warzone's making a lot of money. You know, they're all they're all very profitable, So, but um, as again, I'll, I'll try it when it comes to console, because it's going to be free to play, isn't it? It's not going to have to... Yeah, so when it comes out on Xbox or PlayStation, I'll give it a go there. Or Stadia, if it comes to Stadia. Which we're going to be touching on. I, I haven't actually played it, but this looks like a, a bit of fun, this one. I like how, how it looks. I think there's lots of uh, uh, potential in it. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm keeping my eye on this. I think it could blow up, uh, especially if they start tying in some of the other Ubisoft properties into it as well. You could do like what CSV uh, does, where you, you start chucking in some of the other sort of collectibles. You could see Assassin's Creed stuff going into it and just do like we collectibles, so that could open them up. Now we will go on to Dum 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 Logo Gate. Should we be concerned about this at this moment in time? With it not being there, Avery? You know, I, you've heard the, the eternal optimist of me, and I've posted so many times about Logo Gate. It's, it all boils down to this. Until the trailer gets on the logo, we don't know if we're getting the game. If the trailer gets on the logo at some point, we're getting the game. If the trailer stays off the logo, or logo stays off the trailer, we're just not getting the game. There are 
hundreds of games released every single year. And so far, Stadia, in terms of 2020 releases, has gotten like five, maybe, uh, if that. So next year, year after, when the big hot new game comes out and it's on every platform, including your toaster, and we don't get it, then I'm going to be concerned. But as I posted today, Stadia is not even, it's not even a year old. And these developers have not even had a year to figure out if things are going on. They must have been working on this game at least since 2018, if not before then. So if Stadia didn't exist, you know, two years. So if Stadia didn't exist, then they wouldn't have had it in their pipeline. And here's yes, the it's Ubisoft. Here's where I will disagree. It's Ubisoft. Ubisoft supplied what for Project Stream? Uh, so, um, yeah, they so, were the second organization to get in on the concept after id so yeah so uh this two-year thing is not washing with me at this moment in time i think uh other developers yes but for ubisoft i'm a bit more reserved in that i think they've had enough time to get this in the pipeline for it so I, I, one thing you could look at in that sort of sense is how long have ubisoft been working on assassin's creed valhalla Exactly. Yeah, because that's not a game you you just throw together in a year, is it? You know what I mean. But it's yeah, also I... you also think about they. We don't yet have a really good handle on what free to play looks like on Stadia. We don't yet really have a good handle on beta as a concept in Stadia. And so what Ubisoft released today was a free to play beta. So the stage might just not be right for it yet. Which means maybe at the Connect they're launching, oh, announcing how we're going to handle free-to-play games, and here's Apex Legends and uh, Hyperscrape and everything else. Uh, but we don't have a good idea of that yet. So it might just be that the technology or the platform, uh, not the architecture, but the you know the mechanics aren't there yet. Ash, um, see, for me, I'm half and half. I see why. Obviously, some people are surprised that it's not listed for Stadia. But at the same time, you've got to remember that not every new game that comes out won't be for Stadia. Um, it's like I've mentioned to a few of you already that, um, say, say a random company buys the Fable franchise, so therefore it can technically go on any console, but they don't release it for Stadia. They just do it on console only. That's like getting annoyed that, oh, why isn't that coming for Stadia? When there's been no mention or no theory really for us to actually get it. And at the same time, I do see why we should, because obviously, like Duncan and Avery said, that Ubisoft has been with Stadia since essentially day one. Um, they obviously would have known about Stadia by the time they started to create Hyperscrape. That's his new name. Dan, change it. Um, but personally, I think they used the Assassin's Creed as their little test game. So obviously they want to test it with an actual full, fully functioning game first to see how Stadia went. And now they're probably going to wait till this game is fully complete and then get it ported over. Just do that. Uh, I can use Just remember, this is a surface now, so I can actually just use some point and stuff. <laughs> uh, just uh, 
just to open this up a bit further here, do you think this has anything to do with the Twitch integration with it? Because Twitch is actually basically into this game. Could this be a reason why Stadia is missing from the logo or the, the, missing the logo? Because uh, do you think we're going to be allowed to stream the game uh, directly from Stadia onto it, or there's been an agreement made with Amazon through Twitch to not keep it on Stadia for the foreseeable future for six months or something? Well, with the contracts, obviously, we don't know what's gone down. It, what you've just said could be 100% right, that they've basically bought the uh, a few months' rights to be able to play it first. Uh, or it could be in the contract that if you give it to us, then you can't let Stadia have it or Google have it at all. It is purely an exclusive for us. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I think that's... Because you know, if you're coming out, you're bringing this game out, uh, you know, Twitch integration, and you're bigging that up. The last thing you want is people then streaming that game over on YouTube, or you know, taking it in that sort of direction. So yeah, it could be very well possible there is some sort of exclusive deal there between between yeah. uh, Amazon and Ubisoft. It could be behind. Well, yeah, it could be either or. Obviously, we don't know at the moment until later on down the line, but. We'll we definitely know there. This is the this is a game that needs. I didn't even think about that. They this is directly integrated with Twitch, so they're doing the <coughs> loot drops, uh, the streaming. So there are really four things on the Stadia platform: free to play, beta, uh, Stadia stream. I think is what we know that's being called, or stream share and uh, crowd uh, crowd player crowd choice. Up to five things that are not present today on Stadia's platform. So uh, if I'm looking at Ubisoft, I'm going, I could live without this one or this one, but this game is made for the five of these. Therefore, we're going to wait. Yeah, it's, it's just a, it's just an interesting thing there. It's just it's just to bring up another talking point on this because it, it seems really strange how it's not there. It's... Uh... I thought it would be basically nailed on with the like with you play plus coming and whatnot. So and maybe just given save for the event. Do you think it's a worry that uh, as Avery said there that uh, Twitch is getting all these features before Stadia at this moment in time? Because as you said, they're launching with bang 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 all, a lot of these features which were meant to be coming to Stadia and sort of semi being uh, listed. Uh, Ash, do you have a thought on that? See, for me, I'm half and half because I can imagine Twitch, as soon as they actually made this programming for themselves capable, they just booted it straight out the door just for everyone to enjoy straight away. Whereas it seems like Google's holding it on. Um, my thoughts are for Connect, and that's when they'll then release all of these. But at the same time, if it's already there and it's already ready, well, yes, it could be a good thing to hold off for a huge event to be like, and oh, we've got this. But then at the same time, it then gives competitors the chance to then march up and do it themselves before you can. Are they? Yeah, I agree. With, I basically agree with what Ash said, yeah. You know, if Google have been sitting on these features, okay, yeah, you could wait for a Connect or, you know, a big event to unveil them and then release them. But when you've got competitors that are biting at your heels all the way, then you need to sort of... When when you've showcased these features as being you know one of the selling points of your platform, you want to get them out there as quick as you possibly can, you know. But now as we're seeing, it's you know with Twitch, the competitors are closing in on that and the same sort of features. So if 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 Google have had them ready, then yeah, maybe they should have just released them. 
I think I, there's part of me that says you look at um, like the big PS5 reveal and there was, I think, uh, I can't remember, Duncan or Adam had brought this up uh, a couple of weeks ago. You know, Xbox was right there alongside them going, we're also going to have this game. We're also going to have this game. And there's part of me that wonders, we talk about that because we're keyed into stuff like this, but did the population in general look at that 24 hours and go PS5, PS5 plus Xbox or just PS5, PS5? So if Stadia wants to break through the noise, they are only going to get one spotlight and it's going to be the connect. They can take spotlights here and there um, and you're, the article is going to come out on 9to5google and stadiasource.com and all those other sites. But if they're going to throw out crowd choice, crowd play, YouTube streaming, all of that, the best time for them to do it is when they are the only ones in the spotlight instead of trying to kind of latch on to the conversation with a release like this. Oh, we're going to get hyperspace because we're going to have these features, but we're going to have them later. Pay attention to us. Now wouldn't be the time for that, in my opinion. Uh, here's a counter that if we're, if we're going to go down the logo gate, uh, you're going to be trying to convince all these people to come to play on Stadia. And the Connect is just all these games which we already know are going to Xbox and PlayStation. It's like you could, these could have been announced a couple of weeks ago at the other events. Why didn't you announce them then? And it's going to actually, for us, we're going to lap it all up. I'm going to say, if it does go bang, 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 here's Apex, here's Hyper Scrape, we're calling it Hyper Scrape, here's. Here's uh, Resident Evil 8. Here's all these other games where they're announced at the PlayStation and Xbox conference. Everybody's going to turn around and, look and say, so what? They're coming to Xbox, they're coming to PlayStation. It's it's just something to... Saving them all up for us is going to be great because we're going to lap it up. But for the wider game in public, they're just going to go, but they're already on the other stuff. There's nothing for me to see it. If, they're, if the logos were there in the first instance, it actually widens out the market because you're for the state of connects, you're going to be speaking to the converted for the mo most part. And that is just uh, my take on it. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, I think I think it was, you're not 100% sure who mentioned this a while ago, which was when all the PlayStation events were going on. Obviously, it was like, come in now, it's just PlayStation. And then Xbox once was like, also oh, to play to Xbox. But then Google just stayed silent. If any of those games were also for Stadia, you would have at the same time wanted to just announce it just to obviously bring more people in to be like, oh, okay, if it's coming for this as well as this, then why don't I just try it on that? Rather than wait this longer, then obviously pre-orders could be already made for some games and other people would just be, at this point be like, what's the point though? That could also be another reason for all of this is... Stadia hasn't really locked down the concept of pre-orders yet either. I think we have it with Destiny 2's new expansion now, uh, which was just here in the past couple, two, three weeks. So that could be another factor. The more you think about it, the more you kind of realize we've got a foundation with a lot of holes in it that they need to start filling, particularly before we start getting into the holiday season with the major releases. Because if we get to... November and we don't have all of these holes filled when the PlayStation when the next PlayStation comes out and when the next Xbox comes out you're exactly right they're going to lose sales somebody's going to buy it on platform A instead of platform <coughs> S and it's all it's all said and done yet the bright the silver lining I will say and I said this to somebody on 
read it the other day. If you choose to go with a game on PlayStation or Xbox, if you a lot of that is single stream. I'm an Xbox owner. I'm a PlayStation owner. Not everybody has both. But Stadia, you don't have to have either, or you can have both, or you can have neither. It doesn't matter. If you choose to walk away from Stadia because we're not getting the games, you literally didn't walk away from anything. Stadia.google.com is still there, and you can come back anytime you want. So... But that just means one less game you own on Stadia and one less reason that uh, developer, one less $60 check coming from Google instead of coming from Sony. Yeah. Uh, I think we will probably touch on this next week because it's hard to believe, isn't it? Next week's our show before the Kinect. So uh, just to to, to get your your appetites in this, I'm going to say this Kinect coming up is... (laughs) is actually a, a major connect and for me it's going to shape the next couple of years for stadia and it's going to say where we are headed are we uh in the stadia community are we uh going to be going on a slow and steady thing for the next uh, year or two and stadia is actually looking to the next generation as in the ps6 or the xbox whatever it's going to be called xbox uh, alpha beta phi yeah, or are they actually trying to compete right now uh, for sales for the against the PS5 and the Xbox Series X? So I think this is actually a massive connect to the show where Stadia is going to be in the next year or two, and where the season things coming. But I think that's a the debate for the next for the for the next podcast. And, and certainly we'll be talking about that. So if you are listening or uh, if you're watching live in the comments below, what do you think? Uh, make some speculations for that next connect. Cause we're obviously going to have speculations to talk about next week. Um, and we want to know what you think is coming for that. So comment box below. Um, tell us what you think is going to be making an appearance at that connect. Yeah. And I will be roping people in for videos, uh, a video next week in the buildup. For I uh, know they just they just uh, did something to himself there. He's going, no panic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I'm hoping to get a video put out, Stadia uh, source predictions for the connect. So, and I will get a couple of questions out, and we can see how good people are predicting. So we'll get some questions for that, and I will try and get something to play along on the website as well. Uh, our next topic here is dum dum dum. New features. Um, we've got player stats, wireless on Android, and the assistant is starting to get rolled out a bit more. It's now available in the Chromecast Ultra. And you can ask it some questions like, why is Ash called Peasant Boy? And and things like that. But you can't actually uh, uh, do some of the stuff that it was intended to do at this moment in time. But I think that's coming. Like, ask it how to get past this level in, the, in Assassin's Creed. How, how to do the quick attack rather than the strong attack all the time. That sort of, <laughs> that sort of thing. So... Uh, uh, Avery, what do you feel uh, about these ones? Which ones stand out for you? Um, are you excited about how things are shaping up? As soon as as soon as they rolled out the player stats, I had to go do the math. Um, so I actually went. I went in. I clicked on every single game that I've that I've uh, been playing. It was funny when you said it took you about forty five hours in Assassin's Creed. I must have. Uh, I must have done super all of the side quests and everything. Cause I think I'm sitting at like 95 hours and that's not having gone through any of the expansion stuff. 
That's so, still rookie numbers. That's still rookie numbers. So <laughs> I've got I've got so much more to go on that. Uh, but uh, I think the player stats is kind of important because it's just kind of a milestone, and it's one of those ones where I did the math uh, since I was a founder and I got mine. I think day three or four after launch. Since then, I've put in about three hundred and ten hours on Stadia. Um, I am certain there are people who have much higher numbers than that. Uh, but just like that's many weeks worth of time uh, playing that uh, playing Stadia, uh, a system that I couldn't have had before. So I think that's a really cool feature. The wireless on Android. Every, I interrupt you, please, yeah. for one more second here. I need someone to uh, uh, do some breaking news uh, signs. Can someone do? Uh, some breaking, breaking news. news. Oh, okay. I'm just finishing off typing this up. Someone, did, someone fell for me. Okay. So, in addition, uh, the wireless in Android is not a huge deal uh, for me because I don't really like to play on my phone. But you had mentioned that Monster Boy kind of works for that, and I bet West of Loathing probably does too. So, I'll probably try to pick up both of those. But we cut in <laughs> with <laughs> breaking news. Breaking news. Oh, fantastic. Celeste has been enlisted for Stadia. So what we have here is that is a good we that's, that's the platform game, which uh, isn't it? It's available on everything, including yep. your toaster now, but most recently had a big release on Switch and uh, tons and tons of downloads there. I played it. Uh, I, I always say I never have another system. I do have a Switch. Uh, and I probably put in a good 20 hours on that game. The music is incredible. The art style is super fun. Uh, it is really dang challenging. Uh, the farther you get into that game, you are just going to die and die and die and die over and over again. Lee, Ash, have y'all played Celeste? I didn't I've even know what it was. I've not even heard of it. It popped up there, and I was like, I have no idea what that game is. <laughs> and it's a highly acclaimed game. It's got, I think, maybe won a couple of awards. It's a, it doesn't have a, a, a good wee story as well. I've played a bit off of it. It's actually quite difficult as well. Yeah, it's a 10 out of 10 on Steam um, with 20,000 reviews. It, it's won a lot of games. It deals a lot with... Um, mental health concepts and self-confidence and self-esteem uh you know not to give anything away because uh, it doesn't really but celeste is a, is a lot about it's all about climbing a mountain and the mountain represents overcoming obstacles in your own life and celeste fights her own her own demons as as the game goes on uh it's it's a really fantastic game and that's kind of exciting to hear that it's coming out on stadia it's another one that's kind of one of those 1999 kind of games so it's another one that could very well be a pro game um out there but uh kind of exciting uh here's here's another thing which is actually talk just talking about stadia in general this game uh i have played it i'm pretty sure i've played it and i think it was really quite hard <laughs> i think i played it was not it might have been on game pass maybe Upside down, or I picked it up somewhere. I think it was on the Xbox. I was playing. You're, you're, you have to be very precise with your jumps, if I remember right. And um, for that to come into stadium, they must have a lot of confidence in the that I can't say it. Someone said it for me. Latency. Latency. Yeah. Yeah. As you can tell, I'm brilliant at speaking. The latency of a stadium. So for that coming, they must be really, really confident that it's not going to actually uh, break the game. Yeah. 
Celeste is one of those games where you will sit and like you'll wait for the little platform to move and you got to time it down to the millisecond. And if you jump just too soon or just too late, you got to start the entire level over again. Uh, and you might spend 20 minutes just on one screen trying to get past just one obstacle. So you're exactly right. If they've got confidence in this uh, for Stadia, that's a good sign for twitchy gaming on Stadia. Yep, so I just seen that on my Twitter as we were talking. So, uh, Are you uh, tweeting while streaming? Uh, yes, I was. And, uh, someone someone else has been tweeting while we've been streaming as well. Someone someone like tweets, but we're not going to go into that server, won't you, every now? <laughs> so we'll, we'll, we'll break this uh, breaking news. Uh, sorry for Avery for interrupting during your feature talk there. Is there anything else you want to add there? I have y'all given a shot. I hit the, I, I found out you can't pronounce names in the elder scrolls in any fashion that the Google assistant will actually like. Cause I was trying, I was trying to, you know, fulfill an assassination contract and I uh, couldn't find this person to save my life. So I'm hitting the button where in elder scrolls is Peferferin Marabaflab or what? And it just, uh, here's a recipe for, paraffin wax it just didn't it didn't work at all but it, it was cool that you could try okay i always mute myself because i'm just worried about all the noise so I, that's why i always have a gap there uh ash what's your feelings in this um see with the uh player stars from what i've seen people like to go off by um destiny um, which that for me is never a hundred percent thing because obviously as stadia grows, people drop out of one game onto another. Um, it's like for me as soon as I could get Red Dead 2, I left Destiny. I've not really been back since. I've been on other games, and now we've got a big game like Crater. Um, which even though a lot of people won't be there for the actual games you can play already, a lot of people will go there for the uh, creative side. Um, I will say, though, in regards to the Google Assistant, that I'm not 100% about that. I don't see a huge point of it on uh, Stadia at all. It's like, me personally, I'd never use it. I'd just use my phone instead since it's right next to me. Um, and then with wireless controlling, I do agree with that 100%. Um, like, I wrote an article about it a while ago, basically saying that, not everyone, but some people do have a long cable. Don't read into it, Duncan. I know what you're like. Um, yeah, so obviously I, know, I, I know you're used to short things and small things, so there we go. I'll read into whatever. Oh, thanks. Um, obviously, if you've got a long cable, then it's going to dangle and be in the way anyway. Um, shut up. Tell me about it. Well, because you don't know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so about being uh, wireless on Android. Yes. Um as well as that, obviously, instead of having your controller plugged in, you can also recharge your phone at the same time, which is a bonus. Rather than just playing until your phone or controller dies, you can always keep something charged at least. Or uh, recharge your controller. Yes. Yes, I was just a yes. I thought there was going to be more. Yes! That, that's the best part. Many people think there's more than there's not. Good <laughs> Yep. So how was your day today? It was. Yes. <laughs> no, no, just it was. That's it. It just was. The, what about you? About these new features? What do you? What's your feelings on them? 
the the player stats is really cool. It's always a feature I've liked on the Xbox because they do they do have it on there. Um, but one thing I will say, and this is to Google, is it's cool having the player stats on if you're on your laptop or PC or on on you know. Let's get them onto Chromecast Ultra. Let's get them onto mobile phone. You know, there's two other ways, more ways of playing Stadia on there. Don't just limit that to playing via browser. You know, let's let's get them on there. I mean, I. 90% of my Stadia, when I play it, is via Chromecast Ultra. I, you know, I very, very rarely touch it in my browser. I've looked at it. I, I have been on the browser looking at the stats because, as I said, I think it's a pretty it's a cool feature. But I would love to see it on mobile or on Chromecast Ultra. Yeah, you just know? check. It's it's in the same place that your achievements are. And since you can't see your achievements on mobile yet, yeah. you can't see your stats on mobile yet. So come on, Google. Let's get, let's get it happening. Come on, enough. Stop, stop. Not enough of the tomfoolery. Let's get it done. It's a common complaint that that uh, there's not parity among all of the platforms. You, you should be able to do the same things in the app that you can do on the CCU, that you can do on your desktop, unless it doesn't make sense. Touch controls don't make sense on the whatever. But achievements, party stuff, chat stuff, assistance stuff, it should just just release it all at the same time. We'll wait. We'll wait. Yeah. Uh, what we uh, I'm going to say here now is Ash is going to have to think here. And we know that's not a good thing to happen. We're going to have a little discussion here. And we're going to talk about Stature, the creator model versus the Monster Boy model, or what we think the Monster Boy model is going to be. So basically, at this moment in time, uh, we noticed, uh, someone noticed on Twitter uh, that uh, create, uh, Monster Boy has a state share in it, where you actually, if you go into log and do it again, if you push up, there's actually an option for a state share. And that is uh, really interesting to see how that's going to be implemented. So I think that's going to be, you'll be able to share where you are in the game. Uh, the creative version of it is you can uh, send out links for people to join your multiplayer game, which you can also kill off. And you also have uh, the opportunity to share your level about there. So what do you think about this, these two different forms of state share? Do you think that should be have two separate names or do you think it all works well together? Uh, I think we'll go to Ash last because you know he has to think about things. Oh, thanks. <laughs> so the, what about you? Yeah, I think it needs two separate names here because they seem like two very different things. So it makes sense. Monster Boy seems more like state share to me, because that looks as though it's literally going to be you're playing a game save with state share enabled, and you can share that, and somebody's going to be able to play the game at that point that you have it saved. Whereas the creator state share is, it just seems those invite links to join your game. But would that be right? Am I saying that right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I, th I think it definitely needs two different labels because th I think they're two different two different instances. Sorry, I thought you were finished. Avery? <laughs> yeah, it seems like they... It, I almost get that if, if Monster Boy is releasing the state share the way we expect it to be, that's great. It almost feels like Krata backed into that term. Like, oh, we have this really cool idea for sharing links to our games. And Stadia was like, uh, state share. We'll just call it state share. It, it can all be. This is the other way to do state share. Uh, uh, the uh, creative team did an AMA 
on Reddit uh, on release day. And so my, I posted a question in there. Uh, you know, it seems like what you're saying is state share is not what Google is saying the state share was. And the answer that they gave was um, reasonably generic. It was kind of, uh, oh yeah, no, we worked with Google and this is just another implementation of state share. And it's another way that state share works. And, and to me, it feels like nah, you, you needed a way to share your links because the whole point of state share is I'm bringing you into this game at the moment I was playing it so that you can keep going from where I was. And that's not what Krata is. Krata is, hey, everybody, here's the game. Jump on in, which is fine. That's almost more like crowd play than state share, except that they just aren't ready to, sh to tell us about crowd play yet. So it's a it's it's trivial when you get down to it but it's another example of like guys just think one more step ahead on these kind of things uh to save people like us from talking about it on a podcast you know yeah exactly okay ash have you pondered and thought how you're going to respond to this off we go no that is my answer um See, I've not really looked into it much through most because I've only played it a little bit. And to me, I'll just play that if and when kind of thing. Um, but with Crater, I obviously, like Lee said, since it is technically slightly different, just keep them separate. Um, I have enjoyed using their version of it on Crater, um, which I've used a few times now. It's a little bit annoying whenever. You want someone's choice to like, oh, hang on a sec, go back to the menu, go to this, go to that. There you go, rather than having a quick and easy option. Um, yeah, I've not got much to say about it. Okay. We've had that big build up. Um, at least you yes. So, yeah. I will leave the obvious joke right there. I'm just going to leave it right there. Just leave it right there. Okay. He's just going to do a big slurpy noise all over the microphone. Deliberately. Yes, that doesn't surprise me. It's, you, the, th it's uh, the thing uh, everybody loves to hear on a podcast. Yes. Yes. So my, my take on it, yeah, I think that you have different different names just to make it a bit clearer. And what Creator is doing is like what we've been able to do for a couple of months now, uh, but with a slightly better uh, interface and it's easier enough to share because you're not having to give the whole big code you can just give a wee short code so but i think it's really good that they've implemented it and i'm really happy to see where it goes uh just just do you any, anybody want to talk about creator are you all happy with it or or we've touched on that earlier you don't nothing really more to add on it there's only one thing that i have to say about it with playing which is when you're creating a area it's like for me um don't judge. I have been replicating the apartments of Joey and Monica just to do it as a little game. It's fun. It's fun. Um, so you're playing Kratos with friends? Sorry, I'll see myself out. No. Play it on my own. Um, but when it comes to changing the, the design of the walls, the issue is it obviously does the entire block, but there's no option to just do one side. So, for instance, if I've got a wall that's one block thick, like a, you normally would in most games, um, the outside is meant to be a brick kind of texture. The inside just, you can, since you've got the wallpaper option, you want it wallpapered to a certain color. 
we're not on a break down in the comments um you can't do that as soon as you change it on the inside it changes on the outside no matter what and that's the big issue that i have otherwise i'm yeah like the last comment was that i am actually starting to have to do double walls or if it's somewhere with a window where you can see out all then i'll do is put an extra bit of brick layered wall around the part of the building that you can see and leave the parts that you can't see untextured yeah, my, my thing with Creator is uh, I would recommend people who are having trouble with the creating in Creator, <laughs> just to put it all together, is actually watch the tutorial they have on there about what, how they actually build a level with the controller. That, that helps a lot, so it does if you just follow that. Uh, yes, they're doing other stuff in the background, but you actually get to know the basics, and then you can actually expand out to it. Uh, I can see out there, Creator is getting a mixed reception in the community. There's people who absolutely adore it. There's people said, yeah, it's, I'll see how it goes in a couple of months, but it's not for me. And there's people absolutely ripping it to shreds uh, as well. So I'm, I'm in the middle. And I think it's, you're going to have to give it a couple of months for it to actually blossom into something more. Uh, every year, Maybe you have you want to add, or you use all ground? No, I think it's. I agree with you, Duncan. It's you know, as I said, I've, I've not played a massive amount of it. I played a little bit of it. Um, I was really looking forward to playing it, but when I did play it, I just sort of thought, right, well, sort of my my excitement for it sort of dropped quite a bit, in all honesty. But as I said, I'm, I'll be, I'm, ex I'm looking forward to coming back to it in the future because I think as I said the community are going to create some amazing things on it and I look forward to playing that but as I said for me at the moment I've just I've put it to the side and I probably won't I won't go back on it for a little while I don't I, I wouldn't imagine and Avery's happy enough by the signs of things <laughs> nothing to add nothing to add uh, I'm, not, I'm not actually taking the pee this time uh, I know Ash is actually a big fan of this game so I'll have him talk about it Destroy all humans. Ooh. Um, so yeah, like Duncan has said, I'm huge with this game. I've loved it ever since I was a kid or a teen. One of them. Um, but yeah, obviously it's coming back soon. We don't know 100% sure that it is coming to Stadia day and date on the 28th, um, as there's been no clarification. And there's been some traders that even lack the Stadia logo, um, which I'm hoping that we find out more at the Connects like for concrete that yes you are getting it on the 28th or no you're gonna to have to wait um but we did get a new trailer as you can see um which does center around one of the newer towns just to give you a bit of a uh, sneak peek of what that little town's like okay anybody else uh um, looking forward to destroy all humans and no I, i'm actually looking forward to giving it a blast yeah, the trailers have, have looked really good, to be honest. I've never played any of the other ones, so it'll be a new experience for me when it does come to Stadia. Um, but all the trailers I've seen so far, it, it looks really good. It looks as though they've done a good job with the, with the remake as well. You are missing out a lot. You see some of these remakes and they don't sort of, you know. Um, but no, it does. It does look really good, so it'll definitely be one I'll, I'll pick up when it, when it uh, comes to Stadia. Okay. Cool. Yeah, it looks really. Uh, it looks fun, and it right there's there was a game. Um, 
there was a game for the Super Nintendo that this reminds me of called, I think, Zombies Ate My Neighbors, where it was all about a zombie invasion and you were trying to get as many of the neighbors at uh, and and killed and everything uh, and before you could. Um, and uh, yeah, so I'm just getting like SNES retro vibes from this. So that's good. That's cool. Uh, and like I said, I'm looking forward to it. So, and that's a reasonably big release, which is coming to Stadia, and we know it's coming day and date. So, yep. Yeah, so, let's look forward to that. Uh, next one is there is a lot of sales on at the moment. Uh, there's a controller discount, and if you've got a pic pixel per or a pixel state, you get it. Was that an additional $20 off, isn't it? Do you get for that? You know, I saw I had an article come up in my feed uh, indicating that if you owned a, uh, a pixel book or a pixel slate, uh, that you could get uh, a, there was a there's the section where you get perks if you're a Chromebook owner, and one of the perks was $20 off of the Premier Edition. Um, and everywhere, I swear I saw that on Android Police or Android Central, and I can't find it anymore. So I'm the one that put it in the show notes, and I could be wrong, so don't take my word for it. Uh, but yeah. I could have sworn I saw that. I've I seen it as well somewhere. There was something about $20 off, so maybe it's, uh, maybe it's released early or there's something not quite right with it. So we'll move on. Bang. We didn't say we did. I found it. Nine to five Google. All Pixelbook and Pixelbook Go and Pixel Slate owners can get $20 off Stadia Premier Edition. Uh open to USA residents. Oh, sorry guys. It's that's that might be why you can't find it. Open to USA residents who purchase a new Pixelbook, Pixelbook Go, or Pixel Slate on or before July 31st of this month. So that takes it down to $79 for the Chromecast Ultra and a controller. Uh, the clearly white controller, which itself is 62 right now on the discount USD. So you're paying like $17 for a Chromecast Ultra, which is 70 bucks normally. Uh, now, granted, that mean that makes you have to own like the most expensive uh pixel book out there. Uh, the Go is not as bad, but like the Chromebook Pixel is not cheap. Um, and the Pixel Slate's usually on sale. You can get it on sale right now. So, But hey, 20 bucks off is 20 bucks off. Go pick it up if you're one of the owners of one of those devices. Cool. Uh, what we're going to talk about now is next week there's a Google Home event. If you... If I will try and find a screenshot here and I'll put it up here. Well, I should have had this prepared. We won't mention that. And, uh, uh, basically, uh, there was a little uh, picture of a Stadia controller in it. Uh, also, uh, Sabrina is meant to be coming uh, next week as well. Uh, we're going to announce that. That is the new version of like a Chromecast where it's going to have like Android TV in, it seems like. Uh, someone's like taking off there or something. I, I think. Yeah, it was my bag going past. Yeah. So, uh, does anybody want to start this off? Uh, is anybody excited or looking forward to finding out what's going to happen during this? Oh, every I can see every corner. Oh, yeah. This is this is like my wheelhouse. I have so many uh, devices in my home that respond to "Hey." word and i'm not going to say it because all the things in my house are going to trigger uh 
I have the hubs, I have the homes, I have minis, my phone is set up for it, my Chromebook's set up for it. So everything in my house responds to this keyword. And so the, the it's called the Hey Smart Home Virtual Summit is, is what they're hosting. Uh, they're gonna have a keynote, uh, which we're putting up right there. So they're gonna have a keynote, uh, which will have uh, 45 minutes or so that they're going to talk about um, smart home devices. Uh, join Michelle Turner, Director of Product Management for the Smart Home Ecosystem uh, to hear about the latest tools and capabilities of our Smart Home API, along with how developers and device makers alike can benefit from deeper integrations with the Google Assistant ecosystem. So don't really know if there's going to be anything Stadia here, but the speculation is uh, we all know that Google is, or that we know via leaks and rumors, that Google is working on a new home device. Uh, so the little thing that looks like a Glade air freshener uh, and that they are working on a new Chromecast. Uh, the thing that looks like a uh, Chromecast, a uh, little pill. Uh, and so the new Chromecast is going to ship with Android TV. So that means if they can, uh, if it uh, ships with Android TV and it's Stadia ready, then you're basically getting a smart device that is Stadia ready from day one. Bam. And you're good to go. Uh, so hopefully we'll hear about one or the other or both at uh, this summit coming up. Yeah, uh, I'll just jump in here just to maybe, oh, I'm just fucking away here so you can see what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> I jumped to the wrong There's the <laughs> Yep, there's Celeste. So I don't know what was going on there. We didn't see anything we weren't supposed to. I assure yeah, you. That's true. I, I have got my other stuff down. <laughs> uh, no, so I actually had that. I actually had that in a different browser, and it's actually went on to the other one. So I don't know what was going on there because I was. I'm as you can see, I'm, I I just flick about and everything, and I'm just always looking at stuff. Uh, what I would add into this was uh, move that down. Is uh, there's a controller there? There is a headphone. So there's a smart speaker. There's lots of things there which would indicate that there may be something stadium related. I'm not going to say, oh my god, there's a big massive stadium announcement coming. What I am sort of expecting from it is that we may say stadium is now available on Android TV. Uh, you can maybe play it uh, stadium on uh, this new device with you know, Google's launching without the need of a Stadia controller. You can maybe do it with an Xbox controller or a PlayStation. Do like some smaller sort of nice sort of things which is going to maybe open up the market for uh studio going forward so that's where i think we may be going and if you have it's just really interesting to see what may come out from this so it will be worth uh keeping an eye on this uh ash or any of you anything you want to add in this um for me it's like the last google event other than the stadium stuff i watched was i can't remember the name of it but it was the event last october um where there were many, yeah, uh, yeah, it was the one that they showed at the pixel. Um, but I heard that Stadia wasn't meant to be part of it, which is why I watched. Then they obviously showed off all the new home devices, um, the Pixel Four. Which, if it wasn't for that, then I probably would have skipped it. But I ended up getting it because it looks amazing. Um, yes, all oh, same color. Um, and then obviously they showed off the Stadia and what you can do and integration and all that. Um, so yeah, I'll definitely be keeping an eye on this one and giving it a watch to see what comes out. Uh, it's like you've both said that um, Sabrina's been mentioned and rumoured about for a while now. So 
obviously they're gonna make that's gonna come up at some point during the event. Um and then it's just what else is gonna come out. But like Duncan said, I'll be surprised if or Avery said it, I'll be surprised if um Stadia isn't then integrated within Android TV. Yep, I think it's got the hallmarks of that sort of announcement. So I I I I think there is going to be a stadia sort stadia will be in and around the conversation, but it's not going to be the focal point of the yeah. conversation, if that makes sense. It'd be like stadia is now available on Android TV, it's gonna be available on Sabrina or whatever. What what should we call it? The new Google. Chromecast Ultra 2 or the, the, uh, there'll be some weird Chromecast 2 Ultra XL TV Google, space. Google, Google TV. Not Apple TV. Google TV. Go for Google TV. The Nexus Q all over again. Uh, Lee, what about, you, what about yourself? Yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting to see what new devices uh, they, come, they come out with. Like Avery, I've got a lot of Google devices in my house, so, you know, I've got two... Can you, Chromecast, Google Wi-Fi. Can you say okay? Okay. Google. Why? <laughs> no. Well, the headphones are about. You can't trigger anything when the headphones are on. So yeah, uh, there's a mini sitting literally a foot from me right there. Well, I guess if we shout loud enough. Hey Google. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'll be interested to see what uh, what sort of devices they come out with and. Uh, you know, obviously, a new Chromecast will be good for the, the 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 TV in the main sitting room. So, especially if it comes with a remote. You know, and it, it just clicked. I didn't even notice this. I'm looking at the graphic again, and the the centerpiece of the graphic is a TV with the assistant at the bottom, uh, and right below that is a oval shaped remote like the remote that has been teased for the new Chromecast device. Uh, so it's kind of sitting there right in front of us that, that we might end up seeing that device. Hopefully it'll get a Stadia plug in with it. Um, that would be the most sensible place for them to announce that Stadia is now available on Android TV. But even then we'll get it with Sabrina the red, probably the shield would get it. I would imagine the shield would be fine because decoding and all that kind of stuff. But is like random Sony TVs that have Android TV, are they going to have the right decode, you know, the VP9 and all that to do it? I don't know if those, uh, if they have it. I guess if they can run 4K YouTube, then they could run Stadia. Yeah, I think I would be a safe sort of bet there. Uh, and I do know uh, uh, Rock has a, a couple of theories about that, so I would check out his channel because he went to, uh, in depth about this controller and he's. He has got a really good theory and how that would work, so it might be worth checking that out as well. Uh, but yeah, I'm excited about this going forward, and I want to see what's going to happen because that controller is not there by accident; it is there for a reason. I, every single one of them pictures in this uh, are there for reasons because that's what Apple do, that's what Google do. They 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 specifically choose pictures. Okay. Uh, that is basically us up until we are here. So, Avery, I know you're better at this than me. Can you, <laughs> no I, problem. I will get this uh, rocking and rolling here. It's, uh, I'm just going to our website here just to list 
Our- In addition to the amazing podcast that you're listening to right now, did you know we have a website? It's stadiasource.com, which is your number one source for Stadia news. So if you're checking us out on YouTube or uh, you've got us in your podcatcher, make sure that you head over to our website to read reviews, articles, editorials, speculations, lots of cool stuff there. And our website and everything we do is powered by our patrons. So patreon.com. You can search for Stadia Source and you can find all of these, including these amazing people. If you are on our YouTube right now, that you are seeing right now, uh, people as well, including some new folks as well. Uh, there are several layers that you can donate at uh, gold, silver, platinum, and so forth. And at the bottom and bronze, we appreciate you no matter what you can uh, contribute. And at the bottom of every single page on StadiaSource.com is a link that says become a patron, or you can alternately buy us a coffee. It does take money to run a website. We have uh, generous hosting provided by rock, uh, but you know, Takes, it takes money to do all that. So please be sure to hit those buttons at the bottom and uh, show your support, even if it's just a buck a month or a pound a month. Uh, that certainly does help. Additionally, things that help us at the bottom of this video right now is a like button. Hit that button. There's also a subscribe button. We are this close to, uh, in fact, we might already be there, uh, Source YouTube. I'm going to our own page right now to find out. Uh, we are this close to 750 subscribers on YouTube. Uh, we are at 748. So if you have not subscribed and you are watching and hearing me right now, hit that button and you can get us to 750 before the end of this video. But those likes and those subscribes really do help us to be surfaced to other people who are searching for Stadia on YouTube. It's the likes and the subscribes that help YouTube know their algorithms need to show us to other people. And kind of cool stuff happens when you hit key milestones in the, the Stadia, uh, in the YouTube ecosystem. So please be sure to hit that like button, hit that subscribe um, and we would love to have you be a part of uh, what we're doing here. So with that, Ash, have a great rest of your weekend. Thank you so much. Okay. One more peasant boy right down here. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I Lee, paid for that lordship. Lee, have a good weekend, man, uh, in case we don't uh, chat sooner. I've got – it's Freedom Weekend here in the United States, so I've got tomorrow off. So this is my Friday, uh, but y'all, Duncan, have a good uh, have a good rest of your Thursday. Yep, and enjoy uh, your day in uh, South Canada uh, over the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna enjoy my freedom fries and my freedom burger and my freedom freedoms such and so forth. And your yeah, freedom gulp. There, your freedom gulp. Yeah, so thank you everybody for joining us. Uh, we're here every week at, at this time. So bye everybody and have a good one. Bye. That's how for now. <laughs>